Pirates. It's been a while since we've had Kyla on. Uh, Zoom's semi-regular now, but uh, everyone knows Turbo Tim, Zoom himself, hello, hello. founder, creator, CEO, president, whatever, of ZZP. Uh, as always, I'm Tyler V, your host, and over here to my left we have Kyla. She is our vice president and uh, handles a lot of the day-to-day stuff. Behind scenes, right? That's what today's podcast makes, is all about. Makes the, the wheels turn. Uh, but So today we're just kind of talking ZZP, where it started, where we're going, where we are now. Um, feel free, anybody in the chat, ask us any questions. We'll field them. We'll talk about them. Um, are we, are we talk, allowed to talk about the edition yet? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Edition. Let's do it. So we, we are week, adding on... 10,000 square feet? No, 4,000. 4,000, okay. And a, and a dyno. Yep. Dyno room. Yep. Uh, should should get occupancy next week. Excellent. So yep. we the... bought a brand spanking new Mustang dyno. Four-wheel drive this time so we can do the uh, all-wheel drive cars. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a pretty big inconvenience with us being uh, ATS tuners and not being able to dyno tune and all-wheel drive ATS. And have the dyno across the Street too. Oh, like yeah. 28th yeah. Street's not. But we fun. still got both dinos. We yeah. do, but now we still have easier. both, and that'll be nice. You know, we've got uh, what three? No, we got five people I think that are capable of tuning by themselves. So having two dinos would be pretty nice. Yeah, things things get stacked up, and you know, our current dino works well, but especially now that we're working on ATSVs, making a lot more horsepower, uh, it's old. The knurling's gone on on the rollers, yeah. and so starting fresh, we'll be able to set it up perfectly and have you know our calibration that we stick to, and we'll know going forward. Yeah, consistency. Um, that that'll be a huge help. And then, like Kyla said, we don't have to drive across Twenty Eighth Street, which is yeah. very unsafe. I mean, we we have a lot of race cars <laughs> that big laggy turbos and having to cross a couple or five lanes of traffic to get to our dyno which is um, like almost directly across it's like the, the worst angle too it's not far yeah. enough to where you can like fully get in all the other lanes yeah. and then switch over you have to like dart right across yeah yeah and 28th street for those who aren't grand rapids centered uh, is probably the busiest street in all of grand rapids yeah. so yeah uh, it's pretty busy <laughs> getting across there is tough but saw a big accident yesterday Another Ryan one today. Ryan today. was just telling us on his way back from lunch that he, yep. he ran into Within a mile worse. of here. Yeah. Yep. Didn't see a Mustang in the group, though, so <laughs> I'm still trying to figure that one out. <laughs> so we're, we're adding this addition. We're adding a, a lot of warehouse space. Uh, you know, in the last few years, we've expanded our in-house fabrication team as well as machinery. We have two CNC machines now. We plan to add another one because we are very far behind uh we keep coming up with new SKUs. we keep coming up with new products for everybody and that just adds to the workload of the current machines so we'll eventually get another one of those uh but yeah the the building's going through a full revamp we got yeah, yeah. it yeah. looks amazing uh for anyone who hasn't ever been to ZZP, it, it was just kind of a tan beige color yeah, before repainted the building uh working on some signage yep yeah it'll be cool um Jumping back, so I got something for Alex, if he's watching or going to watch this thing. We've been talking about money and finances and, you know, business and this kind of stuff. I'll try to keep this short story a little bit short. So the second building we moved into was across the street. 
Um, still That's where our dyno it, is now. Still use it. Yeah. That's where the dyno is. We have uh, storage facilities for our boxes. I mean, does your garage stuff. count? Because I started <laughs> in your garage. That's so. true. You did. So maybe that would... Well, we also burn. rented some spaces. I rented some stuff with Matt. We were driving yep. around. But, but officially, that is the second or maybe first i don't know it depends on how you want to look at because we had these we had multiple businesses going out of the different things mm -hmm. anyway the point of this story i was talking to alex he's a uh he's one of our fabricators right mm -hmm. he specifically works on like uh cat compliance yep. for a lot of and, lot and of uh custom exhaust exhaust uh, prototypes and stuff like that so yeah we've got uh some talent from britain mm -hmm. Yep. Um, doing that. Not our only, not not even our only British guy. They yeah. seem to work out pretty yeah. well. Yeah, hard workers over there. I import them all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you know, he's he's thinking about maybe getting into real estate. You know, I do real estate. Been doing that since for a little while, and I do other side hustles and stuff like that. So, anyway, the story was about like the crazy real estate stuff that was happening back in the day, which was uh, like collapse of two thousand eight, two thousand nine. You mm -hmm. could buy. You could buy a nice house for 50 grand uh and where are you at now right like yeah. a house that now is 250 you could easily buy in in 2010 for 50 grand yeah like oh, yeah. you know yeah that's that's just the way that it went so but if you go earlier than that stuff was all frothy and crazy in 05 04 05 06 that's when i bought the building across the street was in 05 okay and here i thought i was this savvy business dude you know i'm coming out of <laughs> basically a garage Right. Um, I mean, the other building was there, but that was tiny and split with some other guys. And so I'm going to tackle this. You know, I'm, I'm not really much of anybody. I'm going to tackle this building. It's $750,000. Right. Mm -hmm. And I'm just a kid with this idea of, yeah, I'm going to make car parts and I need three quarters of a million dollar <laughs> building. I'm going to do this, that, whatever. I thought I'm all slick talking to bankers and stuff like that uh, for the, for, for our, kind of our first EZP. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. What I didn't know is the banks were literally giving pulses any loans that they ask for, right? So it's like, oh, here's a shovel full of money for you, shovel full of money for you. And that's just the way the world works. And so I'm sure a lot of people collapsed, but you know, they gave me uh, $750,000, I think. I don't remember what the exact price was back in 05. Um, and I bought that building and I thought I was slick. And then a few years later, I found out, oh, they were just giving anyone this money. I'm just a guy I'm that they gave this money. Lucky for us though, because it, Worked out. We're one of the few who didn't pay, which is funny because the banker had whispered like, yeah, this guy's going to fail, you know, <laughs> as they were walking through the building. Um, and then three years later, bought this building, yep. um, which is another story. But I just thought it was interesting, you know, how easy it was to get a loan for three quarter mil. Uh, which in today's money so, yeah. has got to be like two million. And then yeah. when we have all today's you know, yeah. talks on financing and what we're doing, it's... Definitely yeah, I, I wasn't that slick <laughs> back then. I was just lucky doing, doing the right thing at the right time. So on, on the premise of this building, started moving in in 2014? We okay. owned it before. We rented it or leased it to um, a landscaping, landscaping mm -hmm. company before we moved yeah. into it. And then yeah. um, we took it over from them when we kind of outgrew the other building. 
um, but that was 2000. Completely remodeled it pretty much. Yeah, like, I, I was showing pictures out, uh, like... to the guys yesterday, and Bo was like, oh my god, I didn't know that this was a haunted house before you guys moved <laughs> into it. He was like, oh, yeah. it's it creepy. It totally could have been a creepy haunted <laughs> Some house. Some of those photos were like, ah, that's where we are now? Yeah, but we did, we did a lot of work. We Once we got those guys out, we um we did a lot of work to this building before we moved into it. We, put a, we dumped a lot yeah, of money yeah. into it. Um, but yeah, that was, and then we moved in in like the winter of 14, mm-hmm. early 14. Yeah. My first experience coming to ZZP was across the street and I bought a couple parts over there and I walked in and had the pool table and, yep. and all that. And I'm like, oh man, this place is sweet. And I think it was the next time I went to go buy more parts, I showed up and the door was locked and I was like, wait, I swear that they were here last time. <laughs> Yeah, we kind of moved over in phases too. Like we didn't have Fab fully set up over here, so I think yeah, you know, like Mike joined the crew when he was in the old building, and like the offices and the shipping were over, were here. over here. Okay. Um, so it was like a mix for I don't know about six. Well, no, it was more than six months. It was almost a year. Almost a year we were split. Oh wow. Yeah. Um, between yeah. the two buildings, and that was that was not good. It was disastrous. <laughs> yeah, it was. Not good. We learned a lot of lessons then. Yeah, that was like the. <laughs> Three and a quarter pulley idea on Grand Prix. <laughs> it's just a just don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. Yeah, you gotta you gotta keep everyone. That that's one of the great things about ZTP is everything is here and you can walk you know two hundred feet and talk to everyone. And yeah, it's it's funny because it's not like having two separate buildings with different people in them is terrible. Like we learned that you can't even have. This area we're in right now have employees yeah, in it. We, we tried this to is the second yeah. floor. How many square feet is this area? The upstairs? Uh, it's definitely upstairs here? Probably. It's, it's a good amount. 600. Yeah. 600 yeah, square feet. Like, that. We fit like we used to have, desks up here. We used to have a marketing team up, up here. Yep. And like that didn't work out because they were too excluded from everybody. Yeah. So. You, you got to keep the company together as much as possible. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we just, well, it, it started because better. we didn't have the infrastructure to be able to, like, communicate. Yeah. Like, we didn't even have, you know, now we all teams every day. So even if you're in a different room, you can still have communication or whatever. We didn't have any of that, like, yeah, anything yeah. set up to, to be able to, yeah, we're literally, yeah, texting. calling or texting or maybe emailing each other, which the fab guys didn't do. So it was, yeah, like, it was, it disaster. was great when in the first building that we were in, your, your car audio shop, like, your desk was next to my desk and we would just chit chat back and forth about like what we saw in the message forums. Like even having <laughs> private offices now slows communication down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It really um, does. I mean, you know, it's needed, I guess, and it's it's cool, but um, realistically, when when you are on top of each other in chaos and garbage, like you <laughs> the company the company does better. It yeah. really does because yeah. Everybody, the more stuff that everybody knows, the better it is. And back then, like, I swear, everyone in the building could swap a pulley. You know, everybody yep. in the building, yep. like, knew what, what everyone else was doing and what we were doing for the customers all the time. Everybody could do customer service. Everybody mm-hmm. could pick a part, ship a package. I mean, it was, uh, you, trust me, you don't want everyone shipping your packages. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Kyla, this, you've this done... Got Tim, Tim I was, was going to say, I was good at so it. I was so bad at shipping packages. 
he might be almost as bad as me, but he is terrible. If one of us ships your packages, you're you're probably going to get like janitorial supplies in, in the box. Like, oh, we, your no, V6 we definitely were missing. Probably going to get um, five spark plugs. We were always missing pens and uh, the box cutters. Oh, because they, they would go missing because they would put them in the boxes, and we're like, where the hell did everybody? Like all the stuff go. We'd always have to be buying stuff. Yeah, but, it really yeah. does. Uh, it, it takes a special skill to. <laughs> Be a, to work in Good, shipping, yeah. you, you wouldn't. You would think every. You don't know. You just. You just teach them. Like you just do. No, you can't. Yeah. You can't. Yeah, you some can't people teach just them. don't have. And I got so mad. I'm like, God, Tim, you freaking <laughs> dumbass! I'll show you how to do this. You know, three days later, the phone's like, you know, phone emails. Why did I get it? Freaking yeah! Why did I get five spark plugs? <laughs> I'm like, I didn't do it, I swear. <laughs> With me. But um, there's something that happens to your brain when you're in the shipping department and you're looking at a piece of paper. And remember when I implemented the rule that two people had to sign off yeah. on the packing shit slip, but then just two people would make a shitty mistake? Like, <laughs> it, it, like so I was like, well, that was a fail. And you just, it really comes down to people that are capable of remaining focused enough for mm. eight hours straight to every order yeah. shift what they're doing and yep. not everybody has that skill i do not have that skill i'm a horrible yeah. shipper I'm, I'm not even worth ten dollars an hour <laughs> like i'm i'm negative uh i think tim did you ship the turbo kit to canada to the wrong person who, who did that <laughs> I mean, I might have back in the day. It was like, a it was an Echotech Turbo Kit, and we oh, shipped that it. was that big one. That was that the one that got us all fired in the department for like three probably, days. Probably, probably. <laughs> that, that guy doesn't work here anymore. But like, yeah, that yeah, I do was, remember uh, that. Yeah, we've been through we've been through some stuff for and, sure. Uh, well, with you and I guess me at the head, we don't have any business training. We are, we literally do everything trial and error. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's literally just, let's None try it. We don't go off of what should trained. be done or how, yeah, not what should be done or how it's supposed yeah. to be done or how, whatever we, we have to trial and error. And I mean, especially you and I, like we got to try it ourselves before we know and understand it well enough to be able to figure out what, how we're handing it off or how we're delegating it or what the yeah. next step is to, to pass it to someone because it's just, I don't know. We just, like I said, we just, I don't know. The training's not what's, there. So what's interesting about it, there is definitely areas where this company would be further advanced with um, better earlier talent, like people that had gone to school or been mentored or taught or something like that. Yeah. There are areas where they would have been able to succeed where, where we were slow or didn't do things. However, um, statistically, we've kind of done the impossible here. Yep. Um, and we've done it with people, Kyla and I leading the helm who have no formal education whatsoever in business and we've done it and we've succeeded. And that's very much actually how I built my Grand Prix because I was not a car guy. And so all the rules that car guys followed, yep. you know, the joke is like, well, everybody knows, you, you know, pick this. your thing, yep. but I didn't. I didn't know shit. So I would just be like, oh, hey, let's do this. Let's do that. And it was really dumb ideas that ended up working over mm -hmm. and over and over again because. And a lot of dumb ideas that um, didn't work. But like, yeah, hey. Absolutely. Like, you don't need them all the way. Yeah. You don't need them all the way. I mean, hell, you're going to blow up anyway. Even when you do it right, you blow the car up. <laughs> Ask anyone with an ATS. <laughs> I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> I saw some this guys I feel bad for. Uh, <laughs> that uh, 
That was mean. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> that poor engine. Hey, uh, yeah. one one quick question. Chunky or Mango 79, uh, which wideband do you guys prefer out of your selection? It depends on your car, of course. Uh, if your car supports the OBD2 wideband and you're being remote tuned, please get the AEM OBD2 wideband. Yeah. If your car does not support the OBD2 wideband, then like pretty much any wideband, and then just floor it and like tell our tuners what the air-fuel ratio is per 1,000 RPM. Mm-hmm. Um, the Grand Am guy, yeah, contact us. We can we can dyno that. Um, well, so not you just got to email really, us. Unless we're doing right now, we're not open dyno tuning. I don't uh, I don't know when your sixty seven fifty eights are back in stock. Definitely click that little like notify me button on that product page, and we'll email you the day they come in stock. Yeah, the Kyle Knight, who knows about the flex fuel on the PCM? Uh, that's me, I guess. Um, <laughs> no, well, what I would do, Kyle Knight, is. Get HP tuners. This is so worth your money. You have an ATS. The car, like this car, will greatly benefit from a specific tune for your car. Yep. If you have HP tuners interface in the credits, you can read that file, email it to me. Um, if you're already tuned by us, let's say you have a mail-in PCM, um, I'll update you for free um, to to remote tune it. If you don't, then just buy our tune with the interface. Remote tune, enable the flex in the file with the flex kit on the car. Yep. You're good to go. Yeah. Um, email me, Tim, at ZZ Performance. I can give you any details you need. Um, shout out to to you uh, 1-4 guys. A lot of action in that lot, that market. Yeah. Uh, really cool seeing what you guys are doing with that platform. It is it is neat. It's a lot of fun. It's, it's, it's an shocking. active community the difference from four years ago to today yeah. it's ridiculous it just i i would have never believed that we would get here because i i mean it was like uh, our dino day 2018 the ecotech one there yeah. was a couple of sonic guys and they came out and full builds 180 wheel horsepower yeah. oh like all day that's what you would make and now here we are pushing 300 on multiple cars i mean customer cars ours and they're to the point where they are genuinely like they'll just put a smile on your face all day yeah. long and they're reliable too so 10 years ago that's a solid like, motor like Very. literally 10 years ago steve hickman and i were driving the drag sonic before it was a drag sonic it was just a sonic that zoom bought for us to develop parts on and we're like looking at each other like man this would be a fun car if it made 250 wheel and we are literally making over 300 wheel in a totally daily driver off the shelf parts car yep you know, awesome. My car made what 312 with 100% off the shelf parts. Yeah, it's it's incredible. My favorite part is remembering how much no one wanted to get in. I, like, we all everybody, hate it. everybody in the office has Sonics now, and everybody's buying them, yeah. and everybody's talking about them. And I just I I laugh <laughs> to myself while well, I've talked about it in the office, yeah. like. You guys all were like, oh, the stupid what a piggy bank, toy box, whatever, yeah. car. Like, this is so stupid. We hate this thing. We, how are we supposed to make this thing go fast? <laughs> the arguments when we pick up a platform like that. Uh -huh. It's just so funny to me. I, I keep making the joke about the slingshot because I know. I know what's going to happen. Yeah, one day. I know. Because this is all cyclical. It all It's the same mm -hmm. shit over yeah, and over and over story. again. I mean, if you've been here long enough, you just keep seeing it. No one what's, what's funny? Sanford and no one wants to take no one wants to take on these new platforms oh these new platforms suck and then we take them on and one guy will get a bug up his butt or mm -hmm. zoom pushes just hard enough pokes pokes and pushes the right person and yep. all of a sudden 
Everyone has one. Yep. You know, and it's, it's funny too, like the 3800 market. Like we're all like, oh, we moved down from the 3800 market. And then all of a sudden we make an equalizer. And then all of us guys here are like <laughs> looking up 3800 cars. <laughs> what 3800 car can I buy and put equalizer on? <laughs> yeah, Bo's Bo's got that alive for us and stuff. But I mean, it goes to show, you know, we build markets and markets markets require the customers, but they're not going to come if you don't have a platform where they can successfully build. And so mm-hmm. it's really a symbiotic relationship. And so, you know, we're there to support the market. And uh, yeah, there's resistance here as the boss. It sucks when your employees <laughs> don't want to listen to you and you just got to force some stuff through. And then all of a sudden, once you have all the parts, it's the same as the customers. Going, oh, this market's shit. These parts are shit. This car is shit, right? <laughs> and then you build all the parts and, you know, one at a time, people start coming alive. And like Kyla said, now everybody wants one because we got all these cool parts. I, th- I think we have... Parts. 12 sonics and cruises on the on the premises almost every day it's it's incredible we do weekly sales reports have you i mean you guys see the sonic Mm -hmm. the sonic cruise is insane yeah just keep bumping up yeah it's yeah and it should be the ats it will be. It should It'll be. be just like just but like every other platform. It's I know, but you, you got to solve off. the problems. Yep. And you it's slow to get taken off because we to have buy. to develop the parts and yeah. figure out the problems and make them fun, right? Because everybody hates them for the same reasons that our guys don't want to drive them or make yep. parts for them yep. for the same reason that customers, customers. don't want to buy them. This sucks or this sucks or whatever. Well, that's why we're here. We make them better. We fix those things. Yep. And as soon as we do, everybody wants them because now we can. The fix Sonic is so easy to mod right now. Like Man. with the parts that we have out, it yep. is it is the classic ZZP story. Like you yep. buy that car and you can piecemeal, slow, fast, whatever you want to do. Like we have the parts. They're easy to install. They work. Mm-hmm. It's fun. Like it, that's the way a market should go. Like it just should just work like yep. that. And, you know, we lack that a little bit in the ATS market. We got to we got to bring that well, I think, ease and reliability I think part of it, in the ATS market just... and the slingshot market. We definitely need to, but it's it's not a it's it's basically just a lack of resources. We just have limited R&D we have R and D time and yeah. machining spread. and yeah. I mean, yeah. It, it just comes down to we. It's all on us on what we put our focus on, and, and we did yeah. for a good chunk of time put that on the one four mm-hmm. right. Like that's yeah. where the focus was, so that's where the parts came out, and that's why you're seeing that that increase now is because that's where we really said we really sat down and said everything goes into this now. And now, yep. now we're shifting. We've got that going. That's kind of running itself. It's time to shift to the ATS yeah, and the ATS, slingshot stuff. And we, slingshot we lost some time in the 3800 market because we were trying to do stuff with the transmission that set us back a lot of hours. Yeah, I, I yeah, can I only did. imagine back then. Um, yeah. A lot. And oh, especially un- when and, we didn't know how to R&D anything. Unfortunately, I mean, it didn't pan out. And so that was, that was just a massive loss. But we tried. And um, then... We spent a lot of time on the exhaust and it was really, was it, I think it was Alex. I think, yeah, I think having that level of talent is what allowed us to do the equalizer. That amount of time and money wasn't wasted, but I don't think we would have got there without Alex. No, 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 we needed that bump in in R and D because those guys that were already in there were slammed. We just needed that new body that could take on new projects. And we had our R and D guys making production parts because we were so far behind on on orders. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And And, and we were able to hire in somebody and actually put them into like a full time, like R and D role. And and someone who was passionate about motorsports in general, he came from a background of doing those types of things. So, you know, that sort of fresh, 
brain, fresh idea, and you know he's carried that into all his other projects. Uh, he just finished up the CTS two liter exhaust, which sounds phenomenal. Um, we really had to wait. We had to wait for him to get his green card and all yeah. that stuff too. We were yeah. like, yeah. "Come on, come on! <laughs> we wanted to bring him. We need, we time. need a body. Let's go!" Both, yeah. both him and Krieg, right? Yep. Well, Krieg already had a, a, some visa to be here or whatever, but but we had to wait for um, a work visa for uh, um, Alex. Alex, which yep. is what took a while to get him in the building. I mean, he applied and we hired him um, mm -hmm. by word like six months before he actually started working yeah, here yep. because he we had to wait for his paperwork or whatever it was. So. Um, yeah. So the audience knows, and you guys can spread this to other customers that don't understand this concept because it is a little bit tough to understand. Um, you guys come at us sometimes with, you guys should do this. You should build that. You should work on this. Not blah, blah, blah. Every, Every day. day. Every day. Yeah. Day. yeah. <laughs> you guys do that, right? Well, let me explain something to you. <laughs> I own ZZ Performance and cannot get my employees to do what I want them to do. So how the F are you going to get them to do what you want them to do? By simply asking it's not going to happen. Email. It's not going to happen. And so, and, but there's a reason behind that. So the secret to our success, we, like we were talking about, we're really close. The more mm -hmm. we're on top of each other and we hang out with each other and we're, we're interacting, the better the business does. And we have enthusiasts here. So we, we're we not lying when we say we like what we do and we're involved oh, yeah. in the cars. And that's why I can't get anyone to do stuff because if they don't like the car and they don't drive the car and they're, they're not interested in the part, nothing's going to happen. They'll just pretend to work or or just like, poke around at stuff and nothing will come out. And I'll be like, damn it, and go back, right? But you can't force passion. Yeah. Like you can lead and you can guide, but really it's sort of this collective decision. We we have platforms here that sit in the back. We have platforms that aren't getting worked on. We have ideas that don't get done. Oh, absolutely. And they're sitting around. I mean, if you're a customer, you walk our shop, you'll see them, right? Some of yeah. them sit around here for years. But um, you've got to have that passion. And when you have the passion, then we have these meetings and everyone wants to talk about their interests. Mm -hmm. They want to talk about their car. They want to talk about what would be cool for them. Like I, we spent a lot of time talking about this POS intercooler on Tim's uh, Sonic. Tim's Sonic, right? <laughs> but you know why? Because everybody cares what Tim's car is doing and he cares what his car is doing and he cares how much horsepower it makes. We're like, well, we could set up this experiment and what if we build a saltwater tank and we test it and then we could see like how much performance yeah. goes down on the intercooler if we simulate one year's worth of Michigan saltwater road. Like these ridiculous <laughs> notions, right? Yeah. But that's what you do when you're passionate and you're mm. interested. And so when you come in and say, oh, you guys should do this, nah. I'd rather build some freaking aquatic fish tank or some other brand of intercooler that doesn't work on my car to figure out why it's not working to see if I can get two more horsepower next week. Like that's how it goes. Like it's that passion that drives the innovation and the parts. And so when someone has the car, yeah. these guys have the car and they want that part Oh, you want to talk about something getting developed fast? <laughs> like, oh, hey, you remember that turbo kit we talked about this morning? I just built one out of titanium. It's got three turbos on it. Took me an hour and a half. And it's on the dyno. Yeah. And, and, and I blew it up and I'm putting my next motor in to try it again. And right. to your point, you know, driving a vehicle, you know, we can have as many 
test cars and, and shop cars that we want, but driving a vehicle every day and learning the little things that you that one might not notice when you just hop into something goes a long way too. Because and you know we have a wide variety of different passions within automotive and, and motorsport. I mean we've got road course guys, we've got drag race guys, we've got autocross guys. So you get that culmination of different ideas, different and, needs, different. You know, yeah. like okay, yeah, you might like me for example. I road course my Cobalt. Well. Me wanting a certain part isn't going to sell to the public, so you know we can kind of gauge on what what type of priority that gets, uh, you know marketability things like that, it, and it's it's a lot more complex than oh this would be really cool. One of the things we learned pretty early on with um, with R and D cars is that we did have to assign them to an individual to mm -hmm. make them daily drive it. If we have a shop car that's kind of just oh. passed around, it doesn't. It's work. literally oh, the worst thing that yeah. we could ever. It's do. It's just a broken car in it, the back it's parking always, lot. And it, it gets trashed and, and, yeah. faster than and any. Everyone's like, "Who ate McDonald's car? and left it in the car? It smells." It, it's just the worst. We've every time. never. Yeah, every time doesn't matter. Where, Even the Tesla. Where'd this dent come from? That the model yeah, the like, Model Three was the same way. The nicest car we've owned yeah. in the fleet oh my god got trashed oh, because Instantly. it didn't yeah. have a, a assigned driver brand and new so, model three performance yep so it's nobody, really important two broken windshields a, a wrecked rocker panel it just got yeah. and then it, just, it, just, it, just, it was always dirty like, it was always trashed it, it was never char like it was just yeah. it was treated like yeah it was some piece of crap out in the like road. Like a rental car. Yeah, the fastest yeah, car is exactly. always a rental car. So, <laughs> so yeah, it's yeah. so important. We learned pretty early on that's really important to assign that because that ownership and that, mm -hmm. that again, what you yeah, you take it on as your own. And when you do, we get so much more input and, and better ideas and it's kept up on and it's, yeah. it's just so much better. And then the even like the um, when, when I realize that no employee will take on a car or no employee wants to drive a car, I'll sell it. Because I know that from a business yep. standpoint, we're doesn't not going to go anywhere. Yeah, it doesn't make yeah. sense to it's, sit it's, as it's, a rental car. You're going to be lot. throwing all your resources at something that will your employees. It's like, hey, do this, and they will do the bare minimum to show that they're actually doing something. But nobody cares. Kind of like so you'll forget yeah. it. You know, it'll move on. Okay. But even <laughs> even some of our mods with a slingshot, like um, I think when we first started that platform, and I was dating. And I took that slingshot out on a couple of dates. I went right? out. I went out to. We went out to Muskegon to the deck, uh -huh. and there was a couple of them, and everybody's pointing, and I'm like, "Dude, how is this not more popular? I don't understand." All the wives and girlfriends. Oh yeah, think love it's so them. cool. They're like, yeah. "Oh, that's a neat." Oh my daughter car. loved yeah. it when I picked her up. All the dates, cool. yeah. So I'm like, yeah. but all these car dudes are like, <laughs> but there were things I didn't like about it, and I was like, "Oh, it's so hot in the car. I want you to build a rear radiator kit uh -huh. for me." Whatever. Like that's how our parts get built. Is yeah. when we don't like something about a car. Or when it breaks, even even have we released the uh, little green thing on the thirty eight hundred? Not yet. No. Nope. Okay. There's a part coming out because that's what I would want and do want on my car. Yeah. On the thirty eight hundred, my old Grand Prix. I still got it. Still, still want it. Yeah. And it's like, hey, this is what I want because I know that I can set this timing chain up in a way that's going to be lighter than the old thing. I'm all about the weight, valve train weight and stuff. And so we're still building parts based on what we. Mm -hmm. want on our cars and then we just offer them to the audience and sometimes the audience likes them sometimes they don't yeah. but at I mean, the very least we know it's something that we wanted and, and felt it was necessary for that vehicle yeah. so it doesn't ever feel like a waste if we check that box and and this isn't to say that customer ideas are ignored completely 
you know, but it's just like the concept of the equalizer was from a customer. Mm -hmm. And we argued because we didn't Hickman it said it was a, uh, a Photoshop. Oh, yes. Yeah, that he, video said, of the, he, he said the sound was dubbed in. And said so there's no way that a 3800 can sound like yeah. that. Yeah. So we argued back and forth. Well, not really argued. We, we didn't yeah. know. We, we discussed. We went back and forth and we all had differing opinions. And so we were building these prototype parts on, <laughs> on what could have been bullshit. You know, but we wanted to try because it sounded so good. Well, I mean, that's kind of your thing. Your your whole rule through ZZP is don't tell me something's impossible. Yeah. Like if you tell me something's impossible, I'm gonna and I'm gonna make you. I'm gonna make you, or I'm gonna make somebody else rub in your face that you were wrong, <laughs> and it's gonna be bad. Yep. It's gonna be public. We're gonna do it in the yeah, middle of the yeah. office. Yeah, you're gonna get publicly you're gonna, shamed. You're gonna know you were wrong. And what was the? What did he used to make us say? Oh, well, I don't know if we can say this. <laughs> we can't. We say can't that. say that. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. But, but then that first day, that the original equalizer prototype, which was, I mean, this big long loop of of pipe under the car and there's no way we could have ever made it but i remember it pulling out of the front lot and there was like six of us standing everybody out was there, like and we're like and then the whole company kind of comes out they're like what <laughs> yeah and then yeah. now we have it in a you know very affordable great fitting package like it's tight but man every 3800 it, should it, have it it works well i can't see anyone with a modded 3800 not yeah. switching if they hear that. Especially when we sounds. pulled headers off, put that on, and it didn't lose didn't any, lose any power. power. So yeah. it's like it performs 100%. Yeah, that motor likes the, uh, the even pulse. Yeah. Yeah, it's all about efficiency, and byproduct is good sound. And, and so. kind of back to your saying is, well, everybody knows that big headers make more power. Well, yeah. not necessarily. So you don't need inch and 7 eighths primaries. <laughs> I think the last person I gave the business was Al. <laughs> about this kind of thing because he was saying the Sonic could never be fast or something. No, that like was that. Matt Meekoff. No. Matt. Oh, I remember oh, Matt. Matt giving it to Al. Yeah, in yeah. the office. I very specifically remember them coming back from like, I think it was a drag or it was, it was, was it a dyno or a, a drag event. It was the day that we broke the the yep. record, which and, back then was 13.4. And he was like, and yeah. Al was all excited. And, <laughs> and I mean, and yeah, Matt's like, what we. the hell are you excited for? Like, oh, you I failed miserably. He's like, this is dumb yeah that, you, you should never be excited this? yeah you should anyway, oh man he gave him the business yep it was and, an old record too it's not like we beat it and that record was a week old it was like no, a it was year or year, two old yeah and Al then was, we finally, was, he I mean, was personally offended and <laughs> angry and this has happened to me so many times in zzp yeah. where people get angry at me for demanding the impossible mm -hmm. right but that's what i do because i know that it's not impossible yeah and but at that moment Al believed it was. And so he's angry. Like, imagine how mad you'd be when your boss is literally telling you to do something that's not possible, right? And then yelling at you I don't for not imagine. going after it. Or, or being mad there. because you just <laughs> broke the record and then your boss is like, what are you happy about? Yeah, yeah. You beat a two-year-old record. That's, you guys suck. Which, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'll be truthful. It was pathetic. And, I mean, and here we are. high fives that your car ran 13. <laughs> that's, 13. Basically, yeah. that's basically what Matt was saying. Like, you guys. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and then now Tyler's you piloting rookies. it running 10s. Yeah, and here we are, you know, nines could be possible. Al was mocking the idea mm -hmm. that 10s could be done in a Sonic. Yeah. He was he was so upset like like He's I didn't even, even give it a thought himself. like I was just throwing out some ridiculous <laughs> number Sorry, of, of yeah. what it was and 
Oh no! I once once he stuck once all we had to do though was sort of plant those seeds and mm-hmm. get a few wins, and then he started. He was like Neo, you know, coming to yeah. terms with being the one, <laughs> and Al starting to realize that he was actually going to be able to do it. You uh-huh. know? Yeah. And now he's just like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this was done. It was hard. Not yeah. Now we're gonna yeah. Go well, I think, but and this is something we talk about a little bit too. Is there's a there is a huge gap in old ZZP and new ZZP. Oh yeah. Right. They're, the old people. We've already been through it. That's many you know, times. You know, we yeah. we this is. This is the expectation and we know, right? And so mm-hmm. we hold, we have this high expectation, but there's like this gap of years before this new group came yeah. in, the new building group. And when the new building group came in, they didn't get the same training. Well, yeah, <laughs> we, training. we didn't have the late boot nights camp. in the shop. <laughs> well, yeah, boot camp, the, yeah. yeah, the boot camp that the, the old crew had. So, you know, this was kind of Al and Tyler's too, yeah. to some degree, their first like boot camp day. And, and it wasn't even that bad, honestly. Like I, no. I kind of, we get, we get mad a lot. Like these guys don't, have, they have no idea how good they have it. Like they, no, have, they don't. Like, they, the, they don't. The, the, really don't. the stuff that used to happen back like, then, it's not even legal now to do to your boy. I, I really don't know. <laughs> it's illegal. You'll get arrested. get shut down. Like I have done so many illegal things yes. from an employee. Yes. Uh, you know, from a boss employee standpoint, <laughs> I've broken every law. Like back in the day when we started out. I know? mean, I think, and uh, I think every every old employee has definitely cried at work. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, oh all the time. And I, I used, used to, to cry every like almost once a week. Kyla was a crier. I used to be yep. nothing. I like, and I used to nothing. get in her shit about it too. I'd be like, "What are you gonna cry? I'm yep. Crying in business." I, I can't help it. I'm not sad. I just can't help but cry. Yeah, no, no, literally, that was my body's reaction to the pressure. <laughs> it wasn't even, I don't know, it just happened. Um, but, you know, that's, you know, years of boot camp <laughs> trained me, I guess. I don't know. But, yeah, it's definitely a different environment. So, yeah, I mean, Al and Tyler, I mean, they just didn't They just didn't have that background to know no. that that was the expectation. And, you know, it's, it's difficult because we don't have... We don't have rules or guidelines for everything that we're doing here. It, we literally, I, I don't know, I don't, we wing it. Oh, yeah. I mean, day. 90% of every what day. we do every day is winging it. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um, like, that's the best way to put it. And so, yeah, new crew, without no, none knowing. None of us at this table went to college for our job title. No. No. None of us. I mean, I, I went for advertising, and I guess I do a I little. I did put, yeah. I mean, this is suspension the engineering. <laughs> Yeah, like no. your suspension engineering and like I guess you a little bit, but like yeah, but Zoom didn't go to like I didn't. You didn't gra- go to I don't. I don't have, no college at all, and I don't have a high school diploma. Yeah. So Kylo uh, was physical it, training. Yeah, it's, I went, yeah, I went for nothing I went related to, to college business. for welding. Like, it, it's just about get getting and finding the right people that work together. Yeah, and that can really understand and you know, come together of this whole concept of ZZP. It's not just a company and it's not just a group of people. Like it really is this big collective of minds that we all kind of mesh together and we argue and it's, it's not, it's impossible to tell people what this place is. My parents are always so confused. You know, I'll, I'll talk to them, but you know, we go, we go on vacations with them and I'll be working and they're like, what are you doing? What? What?" And then I'll tell them what's happening. And they're like, what? Nothing. They have no idea. You know, and I'm in charge. I'm like, sorry, I got to deal with this. And then they're like, what? It's so bizarre to anybody outside of here. And, and it, it is at a certain point you stop explaining it. Yeah. Like you, you, do. you stop trying to explain it the way that it is. Cause there's just no way. Like, it's just, you, you come so home and, and like Erica's like, oh, how was your day? And I was like, 
I don't even know what I did all day. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't say that. A lot, a lot. That happens to me all the time. Did I actually? Yeah, I was there. But it, yeah. <laughs> no, no. And you don't realize it until someone calls you out. And yeah. they say, what did you do today? Or how was your day today? And, and then you, you pause. And at 530 and you're like... I know I did important things, but... Well, well, this is... Tim and I live together, and we'll come home, and we'll be like, oh, shoot, we forgot to... I forgot to tell you. Did you know this happened today as ECP? And he's like, huh, no. And then he'll be like, oh, oh, also, did you know this happened today as ECP? And I'm like, we literally have offices right next to each other, and it's still a... Well, yeah. What happened to you today? This is crazy. Yeah. I don't know. Like I wasn't there. It's chaos yeah, here. We, we fly fast and loose, and we learn as we go. And you would actually be surprised at how many uh, mulligans the government will give you when you break laws. But um, it's not that unusual for an official from the government to come walking through our door. We have actual protocols that we teach people if the, okay, so when the cops come in, you do this. And if yeah, the, everybody's and first. if someone from the state comes in, you do this. And if someone from the feds come in, you do this. And if someone from another company, like when GM came in here trying to flex, yeah. uh, then, you know, yeah. and then we have different people that handle different things. And uh, then we got Tim, who has to talk to the new employees. Like, what am I getting myself into? What's going on here? You guys running a meth lab or something? No, actually, we are just selling car parts. Yeah, yeah. But it gets <laughs> that it. crazy. So, yeah, just um, yeah Tim, Tim has to talk the new people off the ledge once in a while of like, yeah, you know. That's, that's just the way Zoom gives us speeches. You know, don't worry Yeah, everybody's about first it, company but... meeting is probably like they're always like, "What?" Yeah. The and the like, thing is, that? like, they've seen nothing. Like Tim was there fighting with the team I that know, was raiding our shop at the other I place. Get, like, like, and I'm hiding from, with my lawyer saying, "Don't go back. They're gonna put you in jail." <laughs> like Tim's managing this end of it. Like, no, this happened and this happened. Like. Like, there's nothing that could shock the OGs yes. anymore. That's why, hey, and like, that's why it gets offensive when when there's there's like panic about something small because you're yeah. like you have no idea. Yeah, it's, it's that it's, very old school mentality of back in my day. <laughs> you don't even know. <laughs> you don't want to know. <laughs> yeah, you don't also want to know. Like I'm also protecting you. Yeah. Like, I, this, I'm your protection. I'm your this shield. Is the wall. You should be, yeah. yeah, you should be Stand very happy. Me, yes, we had our be secret good, meetings uh... at Cracker Barrel. <laughs> <laughs> Cracker Barrel. I wasn't around right. Cracker Barrel, man. That was, that was, that was, that was yeah, that's that way was, before me. Yeah. So. Zoom no, was in I, hiding. I, I was in hiding. I legit <laughs> thought, I would, well, my attorney told me I was going to get locked up. I mean, so I had to hide because they were going to put me in jail for the weekend. And then I'm going to sit in jail for three days, blah, 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 you know. And then the next week, they were like, oh, yeah, our bad. Never mind. <laughs> I mean, it's just typical like, stuff. Like, like what? The like, government like just, you did all that to me and you did and you're just, just like, like never mind never mind like it could just be over something stupid too like the, you know the the city sees that you're doing well and they just want to give you a fee yeah. for doing well like yeah. oh yeah, i'm gonna walk around your property and try to find something to give you a ticket yeah for. the guy government. threatened to smash our walls in from the city yeah you know, um, like, yeah, they, it's just like, the dumbest things, building code stuff, like stuff that was done well before we even took ownership of the building. Like, yeah, it, it would, it, there was all the reasons, but it's scary when an official comes in and yeah. he's all like, oh, I have power. Yeah. You know, but it prepped us because we had yeah. protocols for when COVID came and we needed yeah. them because they tried to shut us down yep. 
and get us in trouble then too. And I'm like, no, actually we're an essential business. Well, what do you mean? Well, we're automotive repair. That's deemed essential business. Here's the statute yeah. and code. Oh, I didn't know that. Really? So you're, you're, you're coming at me to get me in trouble for something. You, but you don't even know he's the like, law? He's like, well, normally I work in this other department, but that's closed right now. So they put me on following up on these complaints. So that's all. I'm, I'm like, oh, well, yeah, no, we're allowed to be open, you know. Um, he's like, oh, okay, I'll make a note of that. What? <laughs> like, I can just tell you that we're like, I'm telling you the law that you were coming up. Like, it's just the, the stuff. I is got a funny one to add to that tail end of COVID, right? So we're, we're working and all of a sudden two cops pull into the front. Parking. <laughs> oh, and good one. We have people running around the shop. Like everybody put your masks on. I don't even think it was a legal thing at the time, but it we're running around. It putting was just our masks protocol. <laughs> we were these following two, protocol. These yeah. two cops walk in and they just wanted to buy car parts. <laughs> They, they, just, they didn't they walk in. A, we had the doors uh, locked because we're like, nope. Yeah, we're, we're locked them out. We're closed. Yeah. We're closed. But they had they had no just bought in. a new police vehicle and they that wanted to mod it out. <laughs> yeah, like how crazy is that? That's how paranoid we are from the experiences we've had. Like <laughs> we're coming to buy car parts. <laughs> These and, they, they were yeah. just a couple cop bros wanting to mod yeah. the yeah. cars, and yeah. they were, they knew ZZP. So we got ten. right, but we, we, we're programmed. <laughs> it's it's different here. So we got ten minutes left. Uh, this was a question that I had thought of earlier, and I don't know if you guys have an actual answer that you can remember. But what was, and I think I might know yours, uh, but what was the most stressful year of ZZP? If if and or a time range, you know, if, if it was the recession or um, I don't know, COVID or... Oh, yeah, I, I can say mine because I know it, and you, like you said, you probably do. It was when we were uh, rebuilding that website. Yep. Uh, we, oh, yes. It, uh, we went from Magento, and we mm -hmm. wanted to build a custom website because Magento wasn't... They were moving to Magento 2 or M2 or whatever it was, and we didn't want to make that move with them. We didn't really like the way that they did a lot of their things. We, we knew we needed to make a move. We went to something custom because mm -hmm. we had been through all of the pre-packaged deals, and, and, it just and, it, work and nothing works for us. It, it, our business is too weirdly unique in the way that we need things integrated and stuff like that. Um, and so we went custom. Well, that was about the worst decision we could have made. I mean, and we learned a lot of lessons, and that's exactly like my style unfortunately it was a very expensive mistake <laughs> how much was it <laughs> half a million I yeah think. i was yeah thrown away bye bye the revenue yeah. was yeah that was decimating to zzp it was, we, it was we really... basically we kyla was in charge of building a website that we threw in the garbage yeah completely and we went with another company within and like from scratch i mean when i started in may of 2018 that was like the tail end of that, that yep. and then moving and it, they're just like oh yeah we're just gonna start over and i'm like yeah. I, we didn't really have a choice i mean we were cornered and we were and, it and, work, and, that's, so. and we've done this with a thousand projects honestly like it, i mean the money it's all about the lesson you learn right yeah. as long as you learn that lesson like the money's not completely wasted because you as long as you make sure that you, you damn well better make sure you don't make that mistake again, again yes but but you know you've got to learn from that and make a better decision moving forward and so yeah that year was uh, absolutely horrible. I mean, that was probably, yeah, definitely the worst. I mean, 
comparatively to the beginning of GDP, <laughs> which that was just me being new to all of this. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, that was so stressful. Um, but yeah, we, we figured it out and we moved forward. And um, now we have a and, great and yeah, it, it all worked out. What's funny about that, at the end of that story, when we were figuring out what we were going to do about this garbage website, is I went to uh, two of the people, Michelle and Alex. Mm -hmm. They don't work here anymore. And I privately went to them because I was pissed. I, I wanted to fire Kyla bad. But, um, and I'm everybody just, else did he's, too. He's wanted to fire I, I everybody at some point. Mad. <laughs> and um, so I went to them and I was like, pose them a series of questions because when someone is weak, Sorry, if you haven't been through my boot camp school, you're weak generally. And if someone is weak, they won't it's speak. Their, they it's won't so speak their mind. Yeah, you're yeah. intimidated. That's, to the, that's the problem. Is like, I gotta, ah, ah. I gotta toughen people up so that they'll speak their mind. I gotta beat them up so that they fight back, so that I know what they really believe and the mm -hmm. best ideas rise to the top. Because if I just have a bunch of people that say yes, zoom, yes, zoom, even though they think otherwise, we're gonna fail because yeah. I'm just me, right? I need people to stand up. And so I had asked them privately and I had to basically trick them. And then they gave me advice and I went to, to went like, well, why didn't you say this before? But they were afraid of Kyla, right? And Kyla had specifically said, what'd you say to anyone who, you said, if anyone mentions. Oh, that, that brand. But to be fair. Finish it. What'd you say you uh, were going to do to them I don't if remember. they mentioned it? You're going to punch him in the face. Oh, did I? <laughs> I mean, what Kyla like said. So she's like got me. these two employees underneath her. And she's like, if anyone mentions this brand, I'm going to punch him in the face. And then I went to them privately, you know, and then they mentioned that brand. And we ended up going with that brand. Uh, but nobody got punched in the face. No, but that's because uh, over a year of development. And at that time, yeah. they had released a new product, which was better. But we had, I had no idea. But yep. we were so we were yeah. in so deep. But. But that's, yeah, so that's that's part of the process is that Kyla is strong and she has been through it and she gives it to other people and for the same reasons. And so we pass that around and you mm -hmm. need people to be strong because the tough times are going to come. And for mm -hmm. us, you know, you can spend the money on top tier talent. You can buy the expensive programmers and the expensive engineers and all this stuff. Or you can buy people that are coming in at the bottom who are maybe smart but not educated yet or smart but not experienced but and that's what, and that, that's what we did is we mm -hmm. we took people who had great minds who were passionate but didn't really have the experience and the know-how and so we paid for it with all the mistakes we made like you know when we were doing the transmission that someone mentioned you know that 3800 transmission we were trying to bootstrap and build that ourselves we spent 100 grand trying to trying to engineer you know better better stuff before uh, failing and I think we would have succeeded but the engineer we had moved on from ZZP mm. it's a guy named Ryan Langer and he was I, I think he was about halfway there we were, we were probably halfway there but um, my most stressful time was 2008 yep. the recession came all the money dried up business is slowing down we were overstaffed and uh, it, it was very stressful on me and I was uh, thinking hey I'm trying to build this business and I'm trying to push everything forward, but that's really expensive. Like developing businesses is expensive. And we we're developing the cobalt market. We had the 3800 market. We were failing to go anywhere in the cobalt market. We didn't everything go anywhere. Everything we put out was kind of we, we, a dud at the time. It, it was yeah. half-ass. Yeah. It wasn't until Matt took that market by the horns in 2010 that we took it over. But in 2008, it was rough. And so I'm thinking in my head, man, like I could just ride this out drop the new stuff, just do 3,800 stuff. I could make a hundred grand a year 
for myself and, you know, just ride it out until the next thing comes. Cause I didn't, I didn't fully believe in myself on ZZP yet. I didn't know if we were a one trick pony, right? With the 3,800 market, maybe we just got lucky. And so I talked to my team because I was beat up. I was emotionally beat up and we were broke and it felt like we were, we were Defeated. sinking just defeated. They were defeated yeah. because the whole world was it was 2008 and everything shut up all the credit lines dried up all the credit cards dried up everything dried up and so i talked to my team and i and i was like guys i'm i'm i i'm fully defeated and uh almost fully defeated and uh i could just ride this out and i could make 100 grand and that sounds really appealing right now because that would be a stress-free stress life for me. Yeah, That'd right. be good money and we could move forward. But I would know that that was sort of signaling the end of the big hopes and dreams. And I said, or we can push this forward, but I can't afford to pay you. So I'll pay you your your checks. This your is hourly. totally illegal, yeah. but we're past the statute of limitations. <laughs> so uh, I said to the team, and there's passion here, you know, they care about me, I care about them. It's a tough sell. It's a tough conversation to have. And I said, look, I can, I can still pay you 40 hours. And, you know, guys are working crazy hours. We were all working seven days a week. No, everybody like, was, was sleeping. Yeah, it was, it was yeah. so many hours. I couldn't even tell you. Like, like even when we were at home, we would still be working. Like to the yeah. moment you went to bed and then you'd get up early to jump back on and, you know, go at it again. So easily 16 hour days, round the clock. Maybe we'd get a few hours on Sunday to go out to Applebee's or something. So <laughs> I said Applebee's to him, like, literally, you guys will need to, to clock your hours, you know, nine to five or whatever it is. Then I need you to clock out and then I need you to work for free. And I need you to put in all the extra hours to work for free. Um, so that we can build this, we can build this market, uh, build a new market. That's the only way I can see this happening. I said, but I'm not asking you to do it. I'm giving you a choice. Mm -hmm. Um, so, you know, because I, I just can't do this on my own. What, yeah, which, ride it out which, or yeah, this, right? which, which way do you guys want to go? It's, it's, it's your call. Which way do you want to go? And my guys it was a much smaller crew back then, but Tim was there and Matt was there. A few other people were there. And everybody, almost without question, they were like, no, we want to do this thing. We want to make this thing big. We want to go somewhere. We want to have a brand name. We want to, we, we want to have our name in the spotlight, you know, and we're going to do it. And they did. And we just kept working the same hours. And luckily it turned around really, really fast. Um, we got, uh, I think Bank of America very shortly later gave us 50 grand and that sort of put us back in the game. Um, yeah, but that was my most stressful time. Kind of what I figured. <laughs> Yeah, to, to add to that one, uh, definitely the least one, but um, I would say COVID. COVID was pretty stressful. You know, we were stressed about working legally, um, how many people were essential, you know, how many people were working from home. It was it, it was, was hard to lay. It was, back and it was forth. the first time we had to like lay people off without yeah. without reason, really. You know, like, yeah. Yeah. not because of something in, we in did, the but because of the company. Of, that yeah, was our we first didn't do layout. anything, but we had it to lay people off. It was a weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it was. So it's. It's, it was, it was a tough. really weird time that was mentally draining. Oh yeah. You know, working from home, and then I was install bay manager, so I would come to work a couple days a week. But like we had these protocols because we, you know, it was it was iffy. For the installs, like it, it yeah. was a stressful time of ZZP. Even though business was great, oh. it was hard to produce the parts to sell because. 
Everybody's working on their project car that's been sitting in the back of the garage. But for we can't five come in years. and do manufacturing. Because... And but we, we're we like couldn't get steel. We couldn't get fi- aluminum. Fine you know. line of mm-hmm. like essential or not. Like you know, people calling in with sniffles whenever they woke up and they weren't one hundred and it was a one percent health. Yeah, very odd time. It was a very being odd home was stressful. I, it, it was. It took away all of the the ZZ penis. Yeah, that's the first. That's you know, I always thought I always thought that I wanted to you know work a little bit from home, right? My job, a lot of what I can do, I can yeah. do from home, right? Like it's all you know, the website and sales and stuff like that. I can do a lot of that from any computer. Doesn't matter my location, right? Um, and do it when I'm makes, on vacation and makes stuff like you that, quickly right? Realize. So yeah, I I always thought that you know, oh, it'd be nice to be home with my dogs. I think it was a weekend. I'm like, oh my god, I I can't do this. I can't yeah. do this. Like you're you're like tweaking. You're like, oh, I gotta you, get out of here. I gotta talk, get back. You're like you, you want it. We're as like much as you want we're teasing teams, and yeah, like, we're trying to interact. Oh gosh, it was so hard. Yeah, but it's yeah, not it, the same with being with here. Everybody. No. We had yeah. a couple people like really scared of COVID, and they were yeah. asking to leave, and. uh it it didn't i don't even think it was two weeks and everyone who wasn't here was like begging to come back oh yeah yeah we're like oh god this is is my nightmare everyone it was it was everyone was like zoom this is the worst this is the worst week of my life (laughs) gotta come back to work and it was a long it was not a week no so like there were a couple of us that I mean, a lot of us got stuck at home because we couldn't come back. We weren't essential. So four to six weeks oh, of yeah. live chats every single day. I mean, I got to talk to a lot of great customers. I, I do appreciate that, but yeah, it's just not the same. Yeah, yeah it was it was horrible. Well, that's five oh three. I think we are wrapping it up for the day. Thanks everyone for joining us. We'll go around real quick. What are we all doing this weekend? I don't really have oh, any plans. We we have a five. We're running a five k tomorrow yeah. morning. Yep. Oh yeah, quite yeah, running. We have a pretty, up. we got a pretty strong running crew here. So yeah, mm-hmm. we've got what five, four or five employees running. Yeah, I think I'm yeah. on that. Oh yeah, four, so, five employees. But yeah, we got a five. And we're all like one. really comparable too, which is fun. Except for like, me, I just have one. I don't right now. like this guy over here. <laughs> I just show up. Can't get Tyler to run, I even though he has probably the most potential of yeah. us all. You ran yeah. a few last year, didn't you? Yeah, 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 last year and the year before. But yeah, five k and relax. Maybe prep some tail the dragon car stuff. You some know, golf. Yeah. We have some golf on Saturday. Golf, We've been talking yeah. about. Uh, we got a company trip to Dominican Republic again. Yeah, We've been talking about weekend, that. Yes, this been. is this is the planning, first year I'm going to go, yeah. and I am excited. Yeah, it's, it's going to be great. It's going to be a big crew this year. It seems. Yeah. So yeah. it's like going to be very. It's going to be cool. a fun time. Yeah. But what are you doing, Tyler? Uh, I need to detail Erica's car, and then we got a baby shower to go to, and then um, we might be going to Detroit Sunday. If not, I'm working on the car. Car, car, car. Yep. Car, car, car. Pretty Everybody much. Everybody here More works on the, the all yep. weekend. <laughs> yep. Let's do it. When is tail? Uh, we're going in two weeks. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Oh, any customers going? A uh, couple uh, who have moved on to different platforms. But, <laughs> I was going to uh, say, it's, it's like an old, it's the ZZP crew plus the people that used to be into it that yeah. still keep going, yeah. even though they don't even still have cars, yeah. but they're just like hanging out with each other. <laughs> but so yeah, we got a we got a good crew going from the shop and I haven't been since 2018, so I'm excited. Oh, it'll be fun. It will. But thanks again for joining us, everybody. Mike behind the scenes here running a great podcast. Uh, let us know what you want to see on future podcasts and we'll catch you next week. Peace.